the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lacking focus or direction for your life? Stick around. We have some answers for you next on Times of Refreshing. I think we've all been there a time or two. What is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of our lives? What am I doing? Where am I going? Why do I exist? Well, we're here to tell you today that you do have purpose, and we're going to help you stay on the path of that purpose here on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. We're in Proverbs today, chapter 1. We would invite you to join us there as we take a look at the path of purpose and how to stay the course. With today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing, once again, our teacher and pastor now. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. I have to make sure that, God, you get anything out of me that the enemy can use to, to, to draw me down the wrong path And then I have to be willing enough to look at people and tell them, no, I love you. You're my friend. We can talk. But I'm not going down the road. And if you keep trying to push me down that road, then it's going to be exit stage left. And I won't blink because I'm not going to hell for anybody. Can I have an amen? I'm going to accomplish my purpose in life. And this has to be the mindset. But what we do is we, you know, but I don't want to make them feel bad. Well, they'll feel bad, then they'll feel good. But right now, I'm not going down that path. All of us have to stop and ask ourselves, am I that type of person? Do I have that kind of resolve within me to stay close to God and his purpose? Do I have that kind of patience with my circumstances? That God, I may have to go a bumpy road and it looks like they're prospering, but it's not the beginning of a thing that's really the blessing. It's the end of a thing that is the blessing. And so I'm just going to stay on this road. It may be a little harder, but Lord, and I may, I might have to, you know, travel a little slower like the turtle, but I'm going to make sure I get there and it's going to be a peaceful journey because I have God walking with me. Abraham looked, Abraham and Lot looked out. And Abraham said to Lot, he said, well, look out. You, you choose what you want. And Lot looked, and the Bible says that he looked out with his eyes over the plains. And he saw the best spot. And he made a decision with his eyes. Instead of making a decision, being led by God's spirit. And he lifted up his eyes, and he saw Sodom and Gomorrah and the beautiful land. And he looked at Abraham. He said, I'm going there. He made his decision with his eyes. Let me give you all a secret. Saints, when you picking a spouse, you can't just pick with your eyes. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell him, you better ask somebody. You can't just pick with your eyes. 
I was told a long time ago, beauty is skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. You better know what you're doing. People, that's the one. The Lord said, I hear it in the spirit. People be choosing what their eyes, oh yeah, I, I see, yeah. Yeah, that's the Lord, I felt it. And, and then you better not never forget, saints, we can't never forget. People get old and wrinkly and hairy. And Minister Jennifer just said, and hairless. You better, cho- you better choose but the spirit. <laughs> Don't do with your eyes. But this is what happens. This is what happens with us. The devil, this is what he did to Jesus. He said, look at all this stuff. But Jesus said, I'm not choosing with my eyes. It's the purpose of God that I'm after. And saints, for all of us here, we want the purpose of God. We want God to lead us under the inspiration of his spirit. And there's one thing to have this type of test, this type of dynamic that we have to deal with when we're dealing with people who, who, who the scripture clearly says are sinners. And we have, to, we have to go out there and be able to navigate and make right decisions and be wise and make, allow God to purify our hearts so there's nothing in us that would get us off course. It's one thing to have to deal with people that you know, maybe they're not church folk, and, and it's a little easier to deal with people like that. But what do you do when you have to make these kind of decisions and it's people that you're real close to? When it could be a family member, it could be one of your closest friends in the church, it could be, it could be anybody, but, but you have to still stand your ground and stay on purpose regardless of the way in which someone is trying to entice you. Go to Matthew chapter 16, and we're going to take a good look at this in the life of Jesus. Because Jesus had to deal with this very thing. And the way that he dealt with it was masterful. Matthew chapter 16, and we're going to look at verses 21 on down to 23. It says here in verse 21, From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples... That he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying, far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. For you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Now, this particular situation has always kind of uh, amazed me in the way in which Jesus was able to love people, to have great compassion for people, even people like Peter, who was obviously very close to him, but yet be skillful enough to discern when people when Peter was talking or when a person was talking and when the devil was trying to use a person to influence him. It's amazing how Jesus was able to to discern this. Now, the first thing that I want to say here is Peter, Jesus is not calling Peter Satan. He knows that in this particular moment, Peter has allowed the devil to use his mouth to communicate something that could ultimately get Jesus off purpose. And Peter's not doing it maliciously. He's just allowed his emotions 
and his feelings and his care for the Lord to trump God's purpose for the Lord. And we need people around us who do not care about uh, how things are going to feel for us as long as a person is still tied to God's purpose in their lives. This is what we need because sometimes we, we need people around us that, that, that are going to tell us this road is going to be hard and I'm going to be there to pray with you. I love you. We're going to cry together. But if this is what God is asking you to do, you got to do this. But we don't do that all the time. Well, the Lord doesn't want you going through that and and you, you, you shouldn't, don't, you know, I know you've got to tell them no, but, but I don't think it's the Lord. And, you know, God just wants you to be happy, and he just wants you to be swell. And he does, you'll never go through anything. And just, just hang on in there, and, and we're going to pray that God rebuke the devil. And it's not the devil, it's God saying, you got to go through this. To get to this. Because this is my purpose for your life. Can I have an amen? We don't want the wilderness. But the wilderness was necessary. 11 days journey from Egypt to to the promised land. Took them 40 years because God had to get the Egypt out of them. After he got them out of Egypt. And all of us need to get some Egypt out of us. And we have to stop. We have to stop and say, God, if this is part of the process to get stuff out of my life that's going to cause me heartache later down the road, then God, take me through it. But we need people around us that are look, that'll look us in the eye and not get all caught up in our emotions and say, listen, you just hang on and you're going to make it through this. And Jesus is going to perfect you in this. And you're going to be better on the other side. Jesus has not left you or forsaken you. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to be all right. God's got to break you down. And then he's going to build you up. And then you're going to be all right. Can I have an amen? And sometimes that's how the story goes. In this moment, Peter is in a situation where he's allowed his emotions to trump God's purpose. He's not clear. Jesus is saying, this is what I got to do. He's, I'm going into Jerusalem. I'm going to suffer some things from the chief priests. I'm going to suffer some things. I'm going to go through this. And in this moment, we see very clearly here, Peter says to him, far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. And Jesus is wise enough and discerning enough to know that in this case, it's not a sinner that's getting him off course. Now it's somebody that been around the things of God, has seen the miracles and the power of God, has experienced the teachings of God, but yet they've allowed their emotions to trump God's purpose and the enemy, because he sees this, he's able to access Peter in that moment to get Peter off, to get Peter to communicate something that's that's trying to get Jesus off of purpose. Jesus is able to discern it. But are we able to discern it? Are we able to, be, to see that, wait a minute, it's not just the easy road. But this is God's purpose. I got to go down this road. It's not a sinful road. It's not an ungodly road. It's just a road where Jesus is saying here very clearly, he says that I must suffer many things from the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, 
and be killed and be raised the third day. And all of it ultimately was for us, y'all. It was for us. But he knew this is the path that I got to take. It's not, it's not an easy one. And he also knew that, devil, you're trying to use my friend to communicate something to me to get me off of my purpose. But Jesus, but Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me who? Satan. And so it is clear that it's not, he's not, he's not having issue with Peter. He knows that Peter's, Peter's, he doesn't understand. <laughs> he, listen, say, Peter, he, he doesn't know the game yet. We got to learn this game. We, we got to, saints, we got to learn this. That sometimes you're not talking to the person. And sometimes it's not the person that's talking. Sometimes the person is ignorant that they just let the devil sow a seed in their mind to communicate to you something that is not God. But you got to be able to stop and say, hey, no, 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 I see what's going on here. This is why the Bible says that we're not ignorant of the enemy's schemes and devices. I'm not getting sucked into this emotional thing here. I know real quick, very clearly here, that you're trying to get me off purpose. And I'm not talking to you, Peter. I'm talking to you, devil. And he says, you are an offense to me. He says, you're an offense to me. I see, I see what you're, me and you, we got some issues. Oh, man, I'm feeling this right now. Devil, we got issues because, because, and this battle goes way back. Peter don't even know what's going on here. But this is an ancient battle. And don't think because I'm in a human shell now that I don't know your voice and I don't know what you're talking about. Can I have an amen? And this is a, this go way back. I know you. Peter don't know you, but I knew you when you were sitting and you was a covering cherub. I, I understand your game. This isn't, a, this isn't the same game. I know your game. And saints, we got to know the game. Can I have an amen? That we got to know the game. That you're going, you can try to use my friend, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You can try to use my friend. It's just not going to work because I'm a man of purpose. I'm a woman of purpose. I am a purpose of purpose. I'm a person of purpose. And if I got to go through it, I'll go through it because I'm going to get to it because God has a purpose for my life. I'm going through it. And this has to be our mindset. He looks and he's not getting offended at Peter. But this is what we do. See, the devil used, I hate them. I don't like that person no more. I knew my cousin shouldn't have brought him over. And we start getting in our mind and we start taking it personal with the people. But Jesus didn't have a problem with Peter. He knew that Peter was just being influenced. So he says, get behind me saying, look at this. He says, you are an offense to me. And this has to be our mindset. This is, this is, we're in a battle and I'm not going to let you win and we got issues and I'm not giving in to your desires in my life, devil. Then he says this, for you are, my, are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of who? Of men. And this is what happens when we take the gospel, we take the biblical message and we make it all man-centered. And we make it all about us. And we make it all about we. And, we, and we, we lose sight that everything is about Jesus and his glory. My life is for his glory. My purpose is for his glory. That it's not, it's not about us. Now, we get blessed through it. And we thank God for how he, he does love us and care about us. 
But, but everything should result in God getting glory out of it. Not us and not us and us and we and, and everything. We see this sometimes within the church community that everything is about people. But we've lost sight of the fact that this everything should be about God. And it should be about his purpose. And then God blesses people. And so for us, we have to stop because this is a devilish tactic. And Jesus says it. He says, you are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of man. And this is what the devil does. He plays on that statement right there. That we, that the devil, he is mindful of the things of man, not the things of God. And so if he can butter us up, to make us feel, if you choose this path, it's going to be much easier, and you're, you're going to be fine, and God, he just doesn't understand, and, and those church folks don't understand, and, 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 he, and he uses this tactic, and, and God is saying here to us, and listen to me, saints, if we do what God says, in the end, it's going to turn out right, but what are we mindful of, and what are people mindful of when they're communicating to us, and are we able to discern it? Napoleon Kaufman, what are you doing? You are crazy, bro. You are making $3 million a year, and you're going to stop to go and preach to people? You're going to mess up your platform. You're going to stop God's purpose. Don't you want to have a Raider church? Why don't you wait until later? And I had to tell my pastor friends and family members and some of y'all that I'm not crazy. No, I'm not crazy. It's just that, yes, I may not be making all that kind of money, but I'm blessed. Can I have an amen? I may not be doing all that stuff. I'm blessed. And, 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 uh, and, uh, and quite frankly... You know, terms of platform and all this stuff. I'm not worried about a platform. I do know that I'm on the radio every day and night and ministering all over the world and blessed. And God blessed me to be the team chaplain for the Raiders. So now, praise the Lord for that. So what I'm saying is, is if you just follow God's plan and stop listening to the people who want to get you off purpose. I had a pastor apologize to me that when I retired said, what are you doing? And I, but I read this stuff. I be, I, let me, can I speak in Ebonics? I be reading this stuff. And I, and I, and I, and I realize that just, he just cares about me, but he don't understand. This is my purpose. This is what God called me to do. But he called me, apologize. He said, man, I'm sorry about that. I just was kind of getting emotional. And I was thinking in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't listen to you. But praise the Lord. We fool. We free. Let's go to lunch. But what happens is you, you have to stop saints and ask yourself, Am I staying on the path of purpose or am I being influenced by sinners that, that want to get me off course? Or am I being influenced by a well-meaning person that's trying to get me off course because of just the emotional thing aspect of it? Or is it purpose? Jesus, ultimately, saints, he went to that cross. He silenced the devil. Not just because he went to the cross, but because he got up out of the grave. And now he is sitting on the right hand of the Father. And the same Jesus that died was buried and he rose again. He activated a covenant of life in the Spirit. 
He disarmed principalities and powers. And he gave us access into a newness of life. He, through his sacrifice, has, has forgiven us of our sins. He not only forgives us of our sins, but he cleanses us. He washes us. He's redeemed us. He sanctifies us. He justifies us. And he makes us beautiful in his sight through his influence in our lives. None of this would have happened if he would have stopped right here and said, you right, man. We can't do this. You right there. We want to get this thing. Hold on real quick. You right. You right, man. I, I, I'm just going to stop it. I, I, you right. I don't want to do it. None of it would have happened. But Jesus is not just listening to man. He's listening to God. And everyone in this room, we got to stop just listening to man and say, God, is this your purpose? Now, we need in the multitude of counselors their safety. We need people to speak into our lives, and we should have. But the people that are speaking in our lives, we should get the sense that they have a track record of hearing from God themselves. And as we do that, God turns around and he keeps us going. There may be some bumps in the road, saints. There's going to be some peaks and some valleys. And there's going to be people, quite frankly, you got to cut out of your life. There's going to be people you have to slam the door in and say, I can't do it anymore. There's going to be some people that you're going to have to lose their number. There's going to be times when you're going to have to look. And Jesus had to do it. Family members in the face. Don't say, get behind me, Satan. Just say, no, that's not God. Can I have an amen? Because I know some of y'all take this and do it. You know, <laughs> Don't do what Jesus did. You're not Jesus. Just say, that's not the Lord. We're not going to do that. And then you stay on the path. I want you to know, as your pastor and as a representative of this church, and in some ways the Lord, that when you're going through your peaks and valleys, it's good to have a local church of people that can help you go through it, that you can lean on and say, man, I knew I was going to go through this. I knew I, knew I have to go through this. But it's good to know that I've got somebody that if I need to cry, I can cry on your shoulder, and then you can, we can clean up, and then I'll go back into the battle. Can I have an amen, y'all? Can I have an amen, y'all? Lord, we just thank you today that you have created us with intentions in mind. Lord, we're being influenced through social media, through television, print media, so many people pulling on us and asking us, and wanting us, and desiring from us. And Lord, we can meet people on the BART, and on buses, and there's so many voices. But Lord, you said in your word that your sheep know your voice, and a stranger they will not hear. Lord, help us to fine-tune our hearing. Lord, we know that there are well-meaning people around us that love us, that we, we have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Help us to discern the voices. Lord, help us to discern when people that may not even know the Lord, they approach us and they have ideas and desires and wants and things they would like us to get involved in. Help us not to get on their paths. Help us to stay focused on your path for our lives. Lord, we don't want the spectacular. We just want the consistent and the faithful, that narrow road that leads to life and peace, that we would have peace in our lives, Lord that we would have peace. And Lord, help us to 
to have people around us that will look us in the eye and tell us when it looks like we're getting off course, when our prayer life is changing and our, and our fasting life is changing and our love life, our love for you is changing and our, our love walk is changing and it seems like we're just, we're just going down a road that's, that's leading to death. Help us send people into our lives to help us to stay on the straight road. And Lord, we just ask that today that you would help to expose any traps of the enemy, that you would bring to nothing the plans of the enemy. And that, Lord, you would help us to heighten our sensitivity to your spirit and discernment as we're talking to people, as we're communicating with people, as we're walking with people. Lord, one bad decision could alter our futures forever. Lord, help us to stay on the path that leads to life. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for this healthy reminder. And, Lord, quicken our hearing. We want to know your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding.